Oh, yeah, baby. Sunday morning special. Week one of the NFL kicks off today. Let's go. Back door cover. Let's get it. What's happening? Let's go. Brad, keep what's cracking. Hello, Micah. Hello, Brad. You've got an interesting uh, charisma to you this morning. Oh, thank you. Let me say this. I have lost most of my voice. I went to the UTLSU game last night. Okay. And uh, we recorded a six-minute Power Plant Picks video uh, video this morning, and uh, I'm kind of screamed out. Yeah, you seem confused. Like, you want to be real excited, but you're uh, instead you're just rapping. So, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so I apologize uh, for the strength of my voice today. And uh, we are ready to get this. We have a great podcast. Let me start by saying nobody else is doing this, okay? Who's recording Sunday morning? We are. We're doing this for you. This thing will be live. Uh, Give it a listen. If you're listening after Sunday, there's still a lot of relevance. So don't forget about, you know, if if you just tuned in and said, oh, no, this is a Sunday episode. It's all stale now. This is probably still good on Monday. We're going to talk college football. We're going to break down what happened yesterday. We're going to do a quick look ahead for the games today, the NFL games. And at the end of the episode, we have a excellent interview with my man, Raphael from mybookie.ag. He's a bookmaker. He's the guy who sets all the lines over at mybookie. Uh, he's got some good insights on where the public money is going today, uh, which games are going to be bet on. It's kind of an interesting perspective of like what's going on degeneratively gambling wise at early Sunday morning leading up to the first kickoff. Like, he had some pretty cool perspectives. It was an interesting conversation. Yeah, he's a, he's a good dude. It's uh, it's enjoyable. So hang around for that. That's at the end of the episode. Uh, we will go commercial free today, except for our friends over at MyBookie. Here's your here's your promotion. You'll get that at the end of the episode too. But MyBookie.ag use promo code BDC. Get that deposit bonus. Uh, it really helps us. They are our biggest partner. So if you're thinking about betting anywhere online, there's no reason to go anywhere. But mybookie.ag. One thing that he said that was interesting is they've got a super contest style thing going. It's a year long. You bet five games a week. You put a hundred bucks in at the beginning. You can win a hundred thousand bucks. Uh, yeah, the winner worth takes into the winner takes home a hundred k. That's a hundred dollars for entertainment for the rest of the year. It's a, it's a really great point. that's kind of how I look at it. Yeah. It's, so we've talked a lot about the Las Vegas super contest. My bookies ran a super contest of their own. Get there right now. There's still time. Uh, you need to do it before the games kick off at, at one one o five Eastern time. So uh, you got a couple hours here. Mybookie.ag promo code BDC. All right, Brad's here. I'm here. Uh, quick promotional. Check out my mind of Micah. My mind, mind of Micah. This week we had two episodes. One about Dan Patrick and Keith Oberman, the original Big Show, the Golden Age of Sports Center. I think it was maybe the best, uh, my uh, the best mind of Mike I've ever done. And then yesterday we dropped uh, a new show. It's called Doctor Talk with Doctor Lupe, uh, in which uh, a medical doctor joins me and we we answer some health questions. And I thought it was really good. It's twenty minutes. Uh, it's fun. You'll enjoy it. So check out Mind of Mike. Was the Olbermann episode your favorite because you were the only one on it? No, I just had good insights. Well, maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because you I do love really, you. I do love me some me. It is Mind of Micah. Uh, should we talk Should we talk about football? That seems reasonable. Do you want to talk about Antonio Brown? Let's save him for the pro let's football Let's wait till we get to the NFL. Yeah, okay. so let's do college now. We'll do NFL next. We'll put some time cues. You guys can check it out. Let's start with uh, 
the biggest game of the of yesterday and the big takeaway. LSU uh, defeats Texas. I don't have the score here. I should probably pull that up. Um, in a game that was fairly competitive, Texas got stopped on fourth and goal twice. 45-38. 45-38. Wow. I didn't realize that. I guess it, it was, I didn't it was a two-point game a in the fourth quarter. A touchdown game. Yeah, and then um, LSU kind of pulled away, got up maybe like 12-15, and then Texas kind of came back in, in trash time and scored a very end of the game touchdown to get it within, uh, yeah, seven or eight. So, yeah, interesting game. LSU looks great. That's my big takeaway. They uh, Their receivers are fucking beasts. They, they have unbelievable receivers. And so same with their cornerbacks and the defensive backs. Man, they play good defense. Yeah, and they should. They should have, when you have Odell Beckham, who's the, the most famous and popular wide receiver in football and flashy and everything else. Makes sense why you'd and be he came wide to your receiver. School, you. you should get every wide receiver. These well, I kids say, love him. I say their defensive backs played great defense, and then they gave up like four or five massive like long touchdown plays. But like, it was impressive. I, while they did have mistakes, they were impressive physically, and they looked like next level talent. So that's what I meant by that. Like, obviously, they didn't play elite great football, but it's early in the season, and and they've got the talent to be uh, competitive for the rest of the year. I would think. Yeah, LSU is playing offense uh, in a way that is not from the 1920s like they have for like the last two decades. <laughs> uh, they, they've finally got it going, and they have a quarterback who's a stud. Joe that Burrow, guy's a monster. He went 31 for 39, 471 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. Pretty fucking strong. The first LSU quarterback to throw for more than 400 yards versus a ranked opponent since 2002. Uh there was a play there. It was like third or it was it was third and long, something like that at the very end of the game. Well, not at the very end, at the at the point of the game where they needed to score badly. And he goes he gets flushed out of the pocket and is on the run to his left and just puts this beeline missile into the chest of the receiver. He catches it, breaks a couple of tackles. I think he might have even gone for a touchdown. Uh but man, that that was like uh an eye opening like game of the play of the game type of event event there. So yeah, they, they played quite well, especially in offense. Uh, Texas, Texas isn't there. They're just not a top 10 team. And uh, LSU is, is clearly a better football team than Texas is right now. That being said, you know, if Texas were to somehow beat Oklahoma twice and run the table, this, this loss is not a disqualifier, but I don't see any chance of that happening. LSU's, or, uh, Oklahoma's better than Texas as well. Hold on one second. I just saw something very strange. Somebody on LSU's team rushed for three. He had three carries for nine yards. His name is Lannard Fournette. Fournette. I think it's it's Fournette's. Well, I, I his name know. is Leonard, and his brother's name is Lannard. It's possible. That is insane. I don't. There are a lot of Fournettes in Louisiana. It could be, it could be any of them. <laughs> Uh, the, the, how close that name is, and he's number 27, like Fournette. You should Google this. Find out if Leonard is a, is a thing. Um, so that, w- that was the, the, the big game, the most hyped game. The other big hype game, and we'll talk about it now, is was uh, A&M versus Clemson. Clemson just kicked their ass. Holy shit, his brother's Leonard. It is his brother? Yeah, and his, his sister's name's Lantana. Or, yeah, Lan- Lantana. Lanata? That's a- it's L-A-N-A-T-A. However you say that. Lanata? And then there's another one named Latay. That is a fucking G-ass family. Yeah. Hey, you know what else is fucking G, Brad? What's that? The Power Plant Picks. Indeed. I know we mentioned this, but you really need to follow us on Instagram at Power Plant Picks. Uh, we also po- will post the uh, story, or the entire uh, six-minute Power Plant Pick 
on Backdoor Cover Podcast Instagram as well. Uh, yeah, amazing. Uh, amazing stuff that, that Leonard Fournette has a brother named Leonard. Parents, Lori and Leonard, Jun- Leonard Fournette mm-hmm. Jr. So That's there you Leonard's have Leonard's the third. There's a, some hell of a lot of L's in that family. Well, shouts to uh, shouts to LSU for getting the win. Didn't uh, get an L last night. No. Uh, as I mentioned, Clemson basically mopped the floor with the Aggies. They're just a much, 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 much better team. You talk about a team with wide receivers. I mean, uh, the quarterback is is the guy who gets all the attention, and and he's got a great story. He was a true freshman winning the national championship last year. But the dudes he has catching passes are unbelievable. You're talking about Clemson's, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah these There's guys, four of them. There's four NFL caliber receivers on that squad. I mean, he just throws the ball like in a general vicinity, and these dudes go turn around. There were catches down the middle of the field yesterday. where There's one where he threw the ball like way behind the guy, and the guy turned and made an unbelievable play in traffic and 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 got the uh, made the catch. Yeah, they they they're a much better team than A and M. A and M, another team that just isn't there. Uh, although Clemson is clearly on another another level. I mean, this isn't news to anybody, but Clemson and Alabama are playing a different game than everybody else is playing, and it might be to the detriment of college football. Truthfully, that we've got a it's just we just wait and see these two teams play, and they're two hours apart and they're regional and they're small school relative. Well, they're not small schools, but I don't know. That's a whole nother a long discussion for a whole nother day. But uh, Clemson, you know, the Aggies were very cocky going in and they got their ass kicked. Yeah. There was some quotes from that offensive lineman saying we expect to win this game, blah, blah, blah. The real story for me though, is like everybody's talking about this receiving core, which is absolutely deserving. It deserves the coverage, but Travis Etney is a beast at running back and he is, a, an absolute game-changing NFL player as well. So it's not like they've got one-sided attack in this quarterback and his, his receiving core. They've also got a monster at running back. So they're uh, they're they're pretty strong. Dabo, God, I, Dabo's so hateable. <laughs> he kind of is. I just I, everything he does makes me angry. Anyway, uh, Clemson is good. A and M is okay. Maybe I, I, they they're trash compared to Clemson. Anyway, moving on. Should we get to everybody's favorite segment? Let's do it. The Bed Shitters of the Week, sponsored by Lisa Mattress. I know we said we're not going to do any more sponsors, but it's you just, should check out the name. lisa.com slash BDC. I will say uh, they are still running the, uh, more, uh, the Labor Day sale. sale. Is still extended. It's been extended one last day. I've got to imagine this is the end of it. We've been hyping this thing for like a week, but best sale of the year. Save $150 on a Lisa mattress plus two free pillows or $200 on a Lisa hybrid mattress and two free pillows. Lisa.com slash BDC. Okay, I'm done. No more promos. Um, your bed shitters of the week, unsurprisingly. Tennessee, a bed shitter again. Whew. And their bed is full of shit. This week, we have two bed shitters. I don't think they even cleaned the bed last week. They just shat on top of it again. We'll talk about, we'll talk about, uh, Tennessee in a second, but first I want to talk about Nebraska. Okay. How embarrassing. Nebraska up 17 to nothing against Colorado at home. Or well, I'm sorry, it wasn't at home. It was at Colorado. And about seven about 70% of the crowd was wearing red, Nebraska red. I don't know if you saw the photo. Uh Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska. You familiar with his work? He's a no. United States Senator. Okay. He sent out a press release at the beginning of the game that said Congratulations to Nebraska on our annexing Colorado. 
hmm. because there were so many Nebraska fans there, ah, which was pretty cocky. And they get up seventeen nothing, and they they come all the way back. They they grasp they grasp uh, defeat from the jaws of victory and lose uh, it in overtime to Colorado again. I don't understand why this team was ranked to start the season. They were sluggish last week. They went four and eight last season, and they may be a big name brand, but this team is not good, not good. And Colorado has a new coach. Colorado doesn't appear to be good. This is you—it's just an embarrassing loss. And uh, Nebraska, you suck. They're expecting to have some marginal. Um improvements with a new coach in nebraska oh people were expecting them to be a top t- uh, to win their division that's what i mean but like that's more than marginal they went four and eight last year this oh, they, team stinks they stunk last year they stink again i don't care that scott frost went 13 and 0 his second year this would be the first year that his recruits would be starting to come in as freshmen well, he went 13 0 right? his second year in ah that's the trend that i'm talking in about. south florida okay. south florida central florida central florida god i get one of those schools wrong all yeah. the time i'm sorry uh, Central Florida. That's not the South one central. Florida. The Knights. Shouts to Dan Register. Biggest public school in uh, the state of Florida. Central yeah, Florida. Crazy. Uh, let's talk about Tennessee. Those cucks. Uh, Tennessee's defense actually played pretty well yesterday. <laughs> they led BYU by three points at the end of the game. Uh, f- like 14 seconds left. And somehow they give up a 64-yard pass. And BYU kicks a field goal as time expires. And then scores on both scores touchdowns on both overtime possessions, wins in double overtime at Rocky Top. To think that they have lost two home games, one to BYU and who did they who who beat them last? I mean Georgia State, some school, Georgia State, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, another school I've never even heard of, and they lose to the Mormons at home. Uh, they are zero and two for the first time since nineteen eighty eight. Uh, you can put their coach on death watch. He is probably in the hottest seat in America. Big trouble. So there it is. Tennessee and Nebraska, two of my least favorite states. Uh, the Well, yeah, I stand by You're going to go with that? I think, the, yeah, yeah, I'll go with that. Tennessee and Nebraska, uh, two of the worst states in the union and two of the, the shittiest football programs, uh, apparently, and overhyped and, and just trash. The bed shitters of the week. Since we were talking about coaches on the hot seat we should uh talk about usc yesterday yeah uh, showed up jeremy pruitt is now 100 percent on the hot seat while uh the, our head man over at usc is maybe a little bit a little bit more comfortable after beating stanford yesterday uh with a true freshman quarterback who played really well wait is jeremy pruitt tennessee yeah i'm trying to follow the logic here okay i'm with you yeah jeremy pruitt now on the hottest seat in in uh in football. So the backup quarterback at USC, Slovis, threw for three touchdowns in the first quarter. Like, uh, I'm sorry, in the first start. That's a pretty positive sign because, like, that. I think maybe possibly that's he's better than the guy who was starting to begin with, who was also super young. He was in his second year. But, you know, things well, change. Yeah. They that's, put up 45 on Stanford, 45 to 20. Number 23, Stanford. Uh, Stanford, who has a strong program and, and known for having a strong defense, 45. I mean, this is this is impressive. So, shouts to USC. I, I mean, they're still not a ranked team. We should probably not be talking about them, but... Um, it's an interesting There deal. we are. Uh, and then D- JT Daniels, which I didn't realize this until now. He has a torn ACL. He's out the, for the season. Yeah. So, this is going to be their starter for the rest of the year at USC. Yeah. Uh, maybe some, some positive uh, light at the end of the tunnel stuff here. Yeah. 
That's true. South Carolina. Uh, did South Carolina lose yesterday too? I, I apologize. I should probably know this. I was at the game. Sometimes it's hard. It's hard to keep up with stuff while you're at Texas. They won seventy-two to ten over Charleston, South Carolina, uh, Charleston Southern. Well, I hope they enjoyed it because they have Alabama coming to town next week. So enjoy it, enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, Will Muschamp. It should be a pretty similar score next Carolina. week, except for yeah. the opposite. No joke. Seventy-two ten sounds pretty good. Um, any other notes? What else do I have on here? Did Let's you see, see uh, the the court the coach from your favorite Liberty? He was he bought a five thousand dollar chair that was sent to the uh, the yeah, press I, box. Yeah, I read that they had a dentist chair flown in. For yes, him. so that because he was in a hospital bed the week before, if you all remember, he had back spasms. He had to have surgery. He got a staph infection that was life threatening, right. and he hasn't been out of his bed since then. And now he is uh, coaching from a dentist chair. Did they get beat yesterday? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, what a what a clown, what a clown show! Liberty, my uh, they have to be the worst of all programs. Yeah, they lost to the Raging Cajuns, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, thirty five fourteen. It's probably because I think it's just Louisiana now. By the way, well, it's it's hyphenated in the name on the on the mm-hmm. box score here, but you're probably right. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm I'm confused. Sometimes you're right. Sometimes you're wrong. No, it is just Louisiana now. There you go. Which is not Louisiana State, but Louisiana. Yeah. Good, good for Hugh Freeze, my least favorite school in the country and one of the worst people in football, Hugh Freeze, you douchebag. But uh, this is Louisiana Lafayette, not Louisiana That is State. Louisiana. Oh, it is? They've, they've renamed, they dropped That's the Lafayette. That's quite confusing. So they're yeah. working on their uh, branding Not Louisiana here. State, just Louisiana. And, and it's, I don't even think it's the University of Louisiana. I think it's just <laughs> Louisiana. I'm not even sure it's a university. That's very funny. Well, so, uh, uh, Google's got it backwards still. It still says L.A. Lafayette. Well, we'll run through just a few more of the, the top 10. As we mentioned, Clemson 24, A&M 10. Uh, they did not cover, though. I will say that for the Aggies. Uh, they got a, a little backdoor cover at the end of the game. Got a cheap touch. Uh, got some cheap points, I think. Uh, Bama rolled over New Mexico State 62-10. to 10. Why is Alabama playing New Mexico State? Come on. Georgia rolled over Murray State 63-17. Why are you offended that they would play New Mexico State when like other teams are playing Wyoming? And losing, unfortunately. Well, New Mexico State is just trash. Mm. One of the worst programs. Uh, Oklahoma rolled over South Dakota, 70-14. to Ohio State won 42-0 against Cincinnati. You know Ohio State hasn't lost to another school in Ohio since like 1923. They, they had some quote on game day that blew my mind. It was some school I've never even heard of. Uh, LSU, 45-38, of course, as we mentioned. Did you see the game day when Corso put on the Tigers hat? And yeah, McConaughey ripped it off. He nearly took his head off. That's an old man who's had a stroke. Leave him alone, Matthew. <laughs> People liked it, though. The crowd went wild. Of course they did. Uh, we should talk about the closest, uh, the team closest to shitting the bed, uh-huh. Michigan, who defeated Army in two overtimes, uh, 24-21. And did you watch this? I watched the end of it. No, I didn't watch it. Well, I saw the highlights, and I did watch a little bit. Army yeah. was up 14-7 to and threw a pick in the end zone. If they could have just, if they could have just, uh, you know, settled for a field goal, they could have won this game because they they played quite well. Army is not going to lose again this season. You don't think so? Because they went they were on like the longest win streak in the country. Yeah, they won ten games in a row, yeah. and they're they're not going to lose again. Like their their schedule is very manageable from what I've read. And if they would have won that game at Michigan, they it could have been an unbelievable setup. I read Pat Forty today. The 
Army Navy game is one week after the the college football playoff selection show. So they would have had to pick a team and put them in the playoff before they had their last game of the year. Hmm. And Army would have got I mean, I think Army would have had support if if they went undefeated. You ready for an incredible win at Michigan. And Michigan looked terrible. I mean, Army it, it, this is an embarrassing win. They Army missed a 50-yard field goal at the end of the game that, that would have won it. Uh Michigan sh- should not be struggling with Army. Micah, the, the quarterback for Army, Hopkins Jr. went 2 for 4 for 43 yards and a pick. That's their quarterback. He for, he threw four passes in this game. So he completed two and one was picked. But the point is, how the fuck did they put any points on the board? Like, how do you not just load up the box and just destroy this team? How how do, exactly? This is how a bunch of Michigan, two and three star guys. How does Michigan, a team full of four and five star studs, right. big strong get Midwestern dudes, get out physical with That's a team that is. has no no passing threat? Literally, they threw four passes. Unbelievable, and one of them was a spike. <laughs> one was to stop the clock. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean. <laughs> Like, just pathetic. And at home, Michigan, Will and Michigan, I, I, call in, douchebag. I want to hear what you have to say. Defend that hey, quit performance. picking on him. Oh, fuck that guy. Uh, all right, moving on. I, I just wish they would have lost. It would have been so much fun. I, I would have been so excited. Auburn beat Tulane 24-6 to at home. Uh, let's see. Flo- that's There's your top 10. See if there's anything else interesting. California, uh, Cal beat Washington 20-19 to in a stunner. Um Yes, that was a huge stunner, weren't they? It was a big spread, I think. Yeah, Cal Cal is now two and zero. Washington loses at home. Surprising to me. Uh, Penn State one big. Oregon one huge. Wisconsin one huge. UCF one big. Michigan State one big. Iowa one big. Maryland. Uh, that was the other surprise. Syracuse defeated by Maryland, sixty three to twenty. Maryland, Maryland rushed. Syracuse them. was a favorite. I actually liked Syracuse. Syracuse is twenty one in the country. That's why this is a top twenty five game. Maryland was unranked, and they beat them sixty three to twenty. Maryland now two and zero, maybe making a push for the top twenty five. They love coming out strong in the beginning of the season, like they beat Texas last couple of years, and and then they just shit the bed in Big Ten. And then uh, Washington won big, or no, Washington State. I'm sorry, uh, won big. USC. Uh, of course, beat Stanford number twenty three and number twenty five. Nebraska beat Lost. by Colorado, yeah, uh, thirty four, thirty one. That's that's it. I, I will say this about the game last night: the uh, the crowd uh, we were seeing upstairs. We were, were you're talking about the Texas game, yeah. People were excited. The crowd was hyped. Lots of LSU fans. A lot of fun yesterday. I was at a wedding. And right about the time that uh, Old Town Road came on, I had my phone set up, dance floor was lit, and I was watching uh, the fourth quarter of the Texas game from a table in the corner like a, like a total chump. It was good. Did anyone shame you? No, people were high-fiving me as they went by. They had they, Nobody had any judgment. It was a very uh, welcoming I'm wedding. I'm going to take my horse to the hotel room. going to ride till I can. Is this, this going to be a common theme? This is regular on Backdoor now? This is Micah Botch's American Pop Music. There you go. People love it. That's a recurring segment, apparently. All right, that's it for college football. It was a good uh, week. Let's move on to the pros. We'll start with, uh, before we get to the games today, uh, again, hang hang with us uh, at the end of this episode. We're just going to talk about a few things here in the NFL, and then we're going to toss to our... Uh, discussion we had with Raphael, uh, who ran through all the the stuff that you the want to hear. The odds maker, 
all that the heavy gambling stuff. Uh, some other news. We'll get to Antonio Brown in a minute. Uh, a couple headlines. Melvin Gordon. Nobody seems to give a shit about him. His Still holdout out. could last until late November. Uh, so for whatever that's worth, and and nobody expects anything to happen. I the memes of people like of it like press conferences, uh, like at a golf tournament where there's like 500 reporters talking to Tiger, and there's like another player just sort of standing there waiting for people to ask him questions. Yeah, and that say something like Melvin Gordon waiting for people to pay him attention are really funny to me. You like those? Yeah, I'm those seem it. like something that you would get a personal enjoyment out of. I, I would. Uh, there's a, a headline here that. Dak Prescott is making fifty million dollars off the field in endorsements. More than fifty dollars. Fifty million? Yeah. More than Jesus. fifty million. Jesus. So those Campbell's commercials must be paying. Have you well, seen that this, one? You know, this goes back to um in my mind, it, it goes back to why it was so important for Zeke to hold out for Zeke. <clears throat> Because Zeke will never get a dollar off the field, even though he's the maybe the best player. He's probably a better player than, than Dak. You can't attach your brand to him. Uh, no brand wants to be associated with that guy. He's a knucklehead. So anyway, it, you know, Dak wants big money, but he's making big money. Maybe so. that Johnny Manziel Insurance Company would sponsor Zach. Yeah, that's probably the best chance that Zeke has to uh, to get a dollar off the field. Mm. Anyway, um, then then let's talk Antonio Brown, who is now. Either depending on where you stand or where you sit, you might be surprised or not surprised, but he is a New England Patriot. We'll get Peter the Irish guy's thoughts on this next week, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I'm fairly shocked. You are? Yeah. I he's made pretty much, pretty big money. He's making about the same as he would have made last this year. I kind of had New England as the favorite to go back to the Super Bowl and win it. I don't know, man. Like you, You're kind of dropping him in as... You're like kind of dropping grease fire in the middle Brad, of something that's a good thing. Come on. He's the best receiver in football. And he could also submarine your program. He's the best receiver in football. And you're the best football program in football. And you have you are in the driver's seat to win again this year. And you're dropping this guy, which He's he the is. most talented guy in football. But you pay the guy. Could he light this fucking locker room I mean, on fire? Maybe. It's quite possible. He's, I'm just no, saying. There's no that's, way Belichick's That's why I'm surprised. That. The thing is, like, they're... The, the acting like Belichick can control people is a fucking joke. It's the culture. It's like Brady. It's all still, of these people. Yeah. They, which is instilled by Belichick. But you're I crazy. Would, he, they give him too much credit for this shit. You're crazy. They cut people that fuck up all the time. I know. And so if the guy fucks up, they'll cut him. So there, there's no risk. I mean, they're paying him... They paid him a, a $9 million bonus, apparently. I think, like, his, his actual salary yeah. is only a dollar. <laughs> or like or a million dollars. He got a big boy uh, but he signing got a big, bonus. Though. A big signing bonus and a bunch of. Uh, he's, they probably set it up a lot so that it was friendly to the cap. All that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of incentives. So it's going to work. Although I did see our friend Ross Tucker mm -hmm. uh, said that the that Brady isn't going to appreciate the way Antonio Brown plays in that he sort of freestyles a lot of routes. Oh and, yeah, and Brady's, and Brady's precise and yeah, Brady won't won't enjoy that as much as he's more of a formula you know, I mean, guy. If you think about yeah. it, a lot of those plays when with Roethlisberger breaks two tackles in his, you know, backyard football, yes. nobody was better at that than him and Antonio. As opposed to like an Edelman and super precision. Yeah, that is not with route something running. you get with Brady. Brady's not scrambling around. Brady's slower than I am. So uh, it's going to work. Debatable. It's going to work great. And uh, everyone should be very afraid. I saw the gambling odds went from they were already the Super Bowl favorite at six to one. They are now four to one favorite, which is crazy mm -hmm. uh, to repeat again. Uh, 
but just what a crazy turn of events. He put out he's put out videos. He's he's uh, demanded it demanded a, a, his release. He gets the release. He's already signed with the Patriots. It's all crazy. If him and if if Josh Gordon can pull it together, and if he shows up and plays up to his caliber of talent, I mean, is that the best one-two punch in in football? I guess Odell Beckham, Landry Jones is not or Landry yeah, yeah. Jones. Uh, I'd say it's Sky's among the, the top, right? Yeah. They're scary. Fucking Brady and the Patriots, man. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's it for news. What games are you excited about today, Brad? Uh, you know, the, the schedule's a little weird today because there's the two Monday night games and, there, of course, there was the Thursday game. So uh, as far as the early games yeah. go today, let's, let's talk so about these. So I like Chiefs-Jags, I like Titans-Browns, uh, and I like Jets-Bills. Those are the three games that I'm interested in seeing. I the Jets just because of Mitch, can't miss Mitch the hype that he put behind them. Why don't you give me a little bit of that? Yeah, 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 a little bit about that. Can't miss Mitch. He for some reason is all in on the Jets. He thinks they're going to be great this year, especially this week. He thinks that um, the new running back in town is going to come in and, and make big plays. So uh, I'm interested to see that. But I'm more interested in seeing the new look Browns with all their new receivers and everything else. And uh, the Chiefs, just because they were so great last year, I want to see them versus uh, Big Dick Nick and the Jaguars. Yeah, there's seven early games and five late games. I so guess Falcons-Vikings is good, too. More late games than usual if you're, if you're a, a Red Zone fan. Yeah, those. Uh, if, if you want to go, if you live in Miami, you can go see NFL football today. Baltimore at Miami for as low as $19. Tickets are cheap right now. Tickets also cheap in uh, New York for that Buffalo game that Brad thinks people care about. Brad cares about. You can get in that game for $28 today, Brad. Mm. And, uh, man, there's some cheap tickets out there. There's some good games in the morning. Rams-Panthers is another good one at, at noon. Uh, yeah, a lot of good games. It's early morning. Yeah, uh, I am excited. Talking about the late slate, we've got Indy at, Indy at the uh, Chargers, Chargers, which... You know, before Andrew Luck went out, would, would probably would have been a marquee game. Cincinnati at, at Seattle, which is Micah's power plant pick of the week. <laughs> I like uh, I like Cincinnati getting ten points. That's You're too a many. Maniac. Uh, the Giants at Cowboys will be the most bet game of the day, as as Raphael told us. Uh, Detroit at Arizona, which nobody should care about. Uh, San Francisco. Worst game of the year. Yeah, San Francisco at Tampa. Another game that no one should care about. And uh, the Sunday nighter is Pittsburgh at New England. Which That's ought to be game. great. Yeah. There's two Monday night games, which we will talk about on our Monday episode and preview then. That's Houston at New Orleans, which is fun, and Denver at Oakland, which is lame and uh, nobody should care about really. But that'll be one that we all fall asleep to. Uh, yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I'm. I got to figure out how to get NFL Red Zone at my house because I just found out my cable provider is at a contract dispute with them. I have the same cable provider. They have really struggled over the last they six months. They are really blowing it. I feel they're, bad. They're I disputes for, with everybody. I suggested Brad to switch over to them, and then ever since they've done that. They were in a dispute with NBC during the fucking British Open. They have really been struggling. We'll see if they, if they solve this thing with NFL Network today. It seems unlikely, though. Uh, that's it. You got any other takes, Brad, before we get to our interview with Raphael? No, I think he's uh, going to bring some really good perspectives going into this uh, this weekend's uh, or this Sunday's game slate. So check it out. We're, okay, we're fam. Excited. We love you. 
and thanks for listening to our Sunday episode. Uh, here he is. This is Raphael from my bookie. Uh, check it out. You'll enjoy it. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with a Monday episode. That's right. All right. Mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. All right. We are honored on a Sunday morning to be bringing in one of one of the, the best bookmakers in the world and, and our friend from mybookie.ag, uh, Rafael Esparza. How are you, Rafael? Good morning, guys. I'm doing pretty well. How are you guys? Oh, man. Good morning. Sunday morning, NFL. Let's go. This is our first repeat guest, maybe of all time. Yeah, it's yeah. It's we, been, we have to make a habit of this. You've been great. It's been a long time, but it's glad to have. We're so glad to have you back. Thank you for joining us early Sunday morning, getting ready for some football today. Uh, what are you looking for today on the book side? What, where is the biggest action in the NFL so far here on Week One? Uh, well, today money it's coming. It's coming in pretty flat. I mean, a lot of Pittsburgh money came in. That number is down to six uh, now. But over the whole week, especially when Zeke signed, uh, all the money was flowing in on Dallas over the Giants. You thought uh, Tony Dorsett and Troy Aikman were also playing this week against the New York Giants. Just the amount of money that was coming in on that Cowboys game, division, Super Bowl, NFC Championship. A lot of money coming on that one. But, of course, I would think the big money is coming all on the Eagles uh, today, especially on parlays and money line parlays opened up around 10. Now it's 10 and a half. Would not be shocked if we have to move that number before kickoff to maybe closer to like 11. Uh, a lot of people like to see – I'm sorry, the Chargers, just because the, the people who are coming up to the sports books are reading right now uh, keep on forgetting that, wow, Andrew Luck's not playing? Wow, maybe the Chargers is going to blow them out. And not really realizing that that offensive line, I could probably maybe throw one touchdown pass tonight <laughs> with that offensive line that the Colts have. So a lot of big spreads will probably be bet bigger because people, the public in week one, all they want to do is bet favorites and over, favorites and over. And as I look at the betting screen right now, uh, that's what they're doing. Interesting. Yeah, that's. I guess that's. I guess that's pretty standard for the public to to bet favorites and over, especially week one. It seems like most of the people who are betting sharks or who have a pretty good feel for things are taking some of these underdogs, um, are some of the lesser known teams as their best bets. Um, is there is there a team that's kind of off the radar that you've that you you don't see a whole lot of of action coming in on that you think the public's missing out on? Uh, some big money came in on Jacksonville with Kansas City. That that game screams to me my favorite Star Wars line. It's a trap. It's a trap because you figure Kansas City's offense, I don't think Nick Foles and this system that Jacksonville can go toe-to-toe. Let's say Kansas City punches in seven yeah. quickly and does it often and often. I don't think Jacksonville – because you know Jacksonville is going to want to run the ball with Fournette, who's finally healthy. Uh, I, I, that one blows my mind. I'm a little shocked that the public continues to bet Jacksonville. Another public bet is the Carolina Panthers. I, I don't understand that one. Same thing. If the, if the Rams score quickly, I just don't think the Carolina Panthers offense, you know, there's another one. They probably want to balance the run and try to keep that Rams defense tired. I just don't think they can go toe-to-toe with the Rams offense. So a little shocked on the two home underdogs, Jacksonville plus the three-and-a-half, and now Carolina at plus two. Hmm. Any other uh, line movement that you've seen this week? Is there is there a game in particular that – where the line has moved uh, significantly other than I know that the Oakland other than the game Zeke too. Well, yeah. And the Oakland game has moved significantly, but uh, any other, any other sort of a big line movement this week? I would say one of the uh, big line movements is the Monday night game. It's hard to come off a seven with a favorite on a Monday night game. It, it, that means that some big money came out of Houston. Maybe it's the controversy that Drew Brees got into himself towards uh, on Thursday and Friday. 
Uh, or maybe people think, hey, man, don't forget last week or last year, Tampa Bay and Miss Fitzmagic beat the Saints at home uh, in the Dome. A lot of money coming in. Now the Saints, six and a half. So it's really, it's really scratched my head that when we had to move that just because, A, it's a Monday night football game. And you figure, again, the public over, uh, favorite and over, favorite and over. They move off seven on a Monday night game now at six and a half. Uh, that uh, kind of strikes me. And then, of course, the Baltimore Ravens-Miami game. I mean, opened up in the summer around three and a half, four. Now it's a solid seven. I mean, wow. what Miami did, just giving away pretty much their whole team. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just mind-boggling. I, I, I thought we saw some bad taking in the NBA to get lottery picks, but I think Miami jumped everybody in the NBA for whatever they did for tanking. I think Miami Dolphins uh, are the new staple of tanking. Yeah, they seem to have no idea what they're doing. And uh, I'm sure that the bet slips... Um, Either they know, don't know what they're doing that. or they're going out of their way to tank, like you said, and they're doing a very good job of it. Yeah, it's it's a lot of head scratching going on in uh, in Miami. How about America's favorite team, or what seems to be America's favorite team, the Cleveland Browns and Odell Beckham and Baker and that whole crew, Nick Chubb, everybody's got Chubb. What do you think? Uh, it opened up over in the summer around five. Now it's a solid six. A lot of parlay action on this one. A lot of teasers, teasing it down to either plus one or pick them. Money lines minus 250. So, we're going to need – there's a couple of teams that we're going to need. If not, uh, we'll be a for sale sign maybe, or I'll be looking for another job. <laughs> uh, uh, Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns, those are going to be heavy parlay teams. Uh, I know. So uh, if any of those two teams <clears throat> go down, we're going to be swimming in money. Uh, but I think we have enough money from what happened yesterday in UFC. But, yeah, Cleveland, very, very, very popular bet right now. As I just, just as I blinked, I think seven tickets just came in on the Cleveland Browns uh, against Tennessee today. Mm. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. And uh, a couple questions about you and your Sunday and and the rest of the bookmakers there. I know there's live in-game wagering on all on all at least on the nationally televised games. Um, what is what is a Sunday like for you? Where are you watching these games? What's the office like? Are people losing their mind? Tell me about your Sunday routine. It's just watching it in my office of a bunch of TVs and trying to squeeze in to see if this my Chicago Cubs are going to blow it again in Milwaukee <laughs> or watching some tennis to try to get some break. I think the only break I'll have today is watching that Detroit Lions-Arizona Cardinals game. If you're going to watch that game live, DVR and watch it on Tuesday because there's uh, there's other games to, to watch. I think the Colts-Chargers game is going to be very interesting. And then, of course, Giants-Cowboys. But, yeah. I mean, people just think that we're just watching football all day long. But we have the Wimbledon men's final today. You got baseball, a playoff hunt. And then don't forget, today's the last day of the WNBA regular season. Ooh, you got some bets coming in on the WNBA? Oh, yeah, why not? That's the last right. last day of the regular season. America, you have problems if you're betting on the WNBA and on an NFL at the same time. I mean, I'm, I'm with you, though. You know that I, I wait for the uh, the WNBA playoffs to roll around before I, it gets my attention. But we'll see. I'm, I'm quite excited the last day of the regular season anything can happen in the WNBA I'm sure all, all of our listeners are uh you know forget red zone they're just tuned in to to WNBA all they're day just, long they're tuning into the pink zone for the WNBA <laughs> I can feel them scratching they're jonesing for some NBA gambling WNBA god this is exciting I just I love this day this is the day I, I look forward to and uh we're so glad that it's here uh, any other special things, you, you know, you, with the last time we had you on, we talked about game of Thrones. Yeah. Any other specialty betting any stuff other, coming up? Any other specials going right now that you, uh, think stand uh, out? Today, or, 
Yeah. Today I'll be putting out some WWE pay-per-view ads for next Sunday. Uh, well, we're, I'll be working on that. I ha- I'm the only sports book that has head-to-head matchups. I'm dancing with the stars. I mean, yes, you can. Nobody's well, doing that. Out. Nobody's with doing Terrell, that. With Terrell Owens. Uh, well, uh, Ray Lewis versus Lamar Odom, who will be voted off first. I mean, come on. Who, who doesn't want to watch Dancing with the Stars with your loved ones? After you watch football all day Sunday, you need to suck it up and watch Dancing with the Stars with your loved ones. It's true. The lady, the you lady gotta sacrifice. Deserves, she deserves some attention on Monday. And if you can get some action on it, it's even better. Yes, that's yeah, the key. I mean, head-to-head matchups. I love it. Yeah, uh, should we keep it Sean Spicer versus Kate Flannery, the two oldest people? Sean Spicer, minus $4. People people are betting against Sean Spicer, I would imagine, right? Nobody. Oh, yeah, he's 40. He's 40 to 1 to win it all on Dancing with the Stars, and he's minus $4 on head-to-head matchups. Uh-huh. I think 40 to, 40 to 1 seems light. I, having never seen that man dance, I, I don't like his chances of advancement. No, but no. We shall, and, or his popularity from America voting him. So we'll see how it goes. Um, so one, uh, one other sort of technical question about these games today. Uh, you mentioned the public wants the overs. They want, they want the favorites. Uh, is there value, especially since most we saw the game on Thursday, and these offenses are terrible. Right now, none of the quarterbacks play the entire preseason. They don't know what they're doing. There's, it seems like there's seemingly must be value in the unders this week, or at least the first week or two of the season. Does that does that square with you? And are you guys happy that people are taking the overs? Yeah, I mean there is. I mean San Francisco, Tampa Bay totals fifty one. I don't see that a lot of high scoring on that one. If Jacksonville could stop the running game or, or the, the high power offense of Kansas City and Jacksonville holds the ball and just run, 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 I mean, 50 and a half, that's a big total as well. So, yeah, I mean, it, we, I've seen some of bigger totals in week one. I mean, we only have a couple of 50 and a half. Uh, uh, the Steelers total just dropped as we speak right now at 49. So, there's not that big of totals, and I think that's because of what happened on uh, Thursday night as I was watching more reruns of the Big Bang Theory than that Thursday night news fest <laughs> because it was so boring. Uh, but I catch my ticket. I actually bet the under as well just because you figure Aaron Rodgers in a rush. There's going to be a lot of quarterbacks. I want to see if Kirk Cousins maybe has rush. He's an older quarterback against the Vikings. Maybe that total, 47, uh, could also hit on the under as well. Beautiful. And anything else going on today that, that we should be looking out for that we haven't talked about, uh, you know, as far as the NFL – we already talked about the WNBA. You got anything else going on on my bookie that we need to be checking out? I mean, you, still, you could still sign up for that football contest. Uh, first place at $100,000. All you have to do is pick five teams against the spread week after week. The winner takes off $100,000. That kid, that stops at 1.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time when the first game kicks off. Uh, you still have the 100% sign-up bonus. That means if you put in, open up a deposit at $200, you'll get an additional $200. What's the buy for that again? What was that? What was the buy-in for that that super contest or whatever uh, you call it? It's a hundred dollars for the buy-in. First place uh, is a hundred thousand dollars. It's pretty good ROI. Yeah, you can use promo code BDC to double your deposit bonus right now when you go to mybookie.ag. Uh, it, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, I, and I just think the evening game, the uh, the late afternoon game, the Giants Cowboys and the evening game Steelers Patriots. I think that's what the public is really going to be jonesing about. I mean, yeah, there's some good morning good morning games. Afternoon games has some uh, has some nice matchups. I think Chargers and Colts will probably be the most viewed one be- besides Cowboys and Giants. But I think Giants, Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots, 
uh, are going to be two big factors and probably the most tickets written on both of those two games. So uh, we're excited for that one. Uh, a lot of prop bets coming in on, that, on those two games. Are you guys going to need either side on either of those two games or you pretty? Oh, I can give it to you right now. Giants, we're going to need big time uh, on that one. And uh, getting really good two-way action this morning on the Patriots Steelers, but all week long it's been Pittsburgh because we all know about New England. Granted, uh, Brady has rings on toes, but he always starts off slow. Week three, we always talk about that he's old. He should just sit around with Genzel and just drink champagne and the system doesn't work anymore. But in December, January, they're winning championships, but a lot of betting public takes are taking Pittsburgh plus the six right now. Good stuff. Beautiful. Rafael, thank you so much for joining us here on Sunday morning. It means, means the world to us. This is above and beyond. Nobody's doing this. Anytime. I'm always available. I'm up early looking at money coming in and stressing and popping Tums for breakfast. I like it. I love it. Really appreciate it, man. Have a great Sunday, and we will talk to you soon. Take it easy, guys. Have a great Sunday. Get that money. Bye-bye. Later.